Hello and welcome to another episode of Flamenco Attitude. This is the podcast that brings you all things flamenco. And when we say all things, we mean literally all things flamenco. We have talked about the great artists of the genre from the 30s, the 70s and the 40s. But we have also covered quite quirky topics, like, for example, Marcus's teacher, uh, the, the teacher's teacher, um, Pepe Martinez, which was just an episode ago. You can check it out if you'd like. And today we're going to do something different as well. But before that, as always, we would like to say hello, welcome and thank you to all of you who listen to us. Uh, and this uh, week we're going to say massive thank you to everyone who listens to us from Malaysia and the Czech Republic. Uh, we're so happy, as always, that we're able to reach you in different parts of the world. So please keep listening. Please keep getting in touch with any questions, any comments. Uh, we're open on our email, which is culturepodcast at gmail.com and on Twitter at FlamencoPod. Now, who would have thought that flamenco, which is a culture that has ev encompasses everything, music, dancing, playing, fashion, has separate kitchen as well. Um, Marcos has literally wrote me a huge list about everything we're going to talk about today. Um, we're talking about different spices, we're talking about different um, cookbooks that he has collected through the years, and also dishes as well. And we're going to actually live, well, not really live, but we're going to try some of the dishes that he has prepared. So without further ado, we literally can't wait. Let's dive into today's episode, Flamenco Kitchen. Now, you know what I'm going to say straight away? There's an expression in flamenco. Lo flamenco no come, solo bebe. Then why are we eating today? Well, exactly. It's, it's a myth because the flamenco people uh, do eat and they eat well. Yeah. But it's a great thing because they people say, oh, the flamenco people only drink, they don't eat. But uh, I've got many images of them eating very well. And yeah, as you know, some and you the, have been to yeah. many restaurants throughout Andalusia. A yeah. friend of yours also has a restaurant. Hello, yeah. if you're listening to us, um, and you have spent amazing dinners yeah. over there, and you've yeah. been really happy with it. So I'm, I'm actually curious where this saying comes from. <laughs> it's it's an old saying um, from the 19th century because the. The, the the flamenco people were, were very poor yeah. and they said well you know they they don't really bother with food because they're more interested in the strong drink and this, yeah. is, this is what they did yeah plus it, i think it's more um appealing if you say well i drink a lot and i eat a lot you know it's it's more <laughs> it's better for the image but the first thing that um, kind of catches my attention is the flamenco kitchen has a lot of spice, a lot of flavor to it. And you're going to talk about some of the spices with me because this is the base of everything, isn't it? I mean, you're going to talk about asafran. Yes. Saffron. Saffron. Yeah, I mean... Essential. Saffron is so important in the flamenco thing because uh, apart from the fact that it colors the rice... Uh, and other, other dishes, it is also the colour that's put into the varnish banithal, or, of the flamenco guitar. All flamenco guitars, as you know, are yellow. Yeah. <clears throat> and if they're the top quality, they've been stained with the most expensive spice you can get in the world. Now, is that every guitar? Well, I don't know whether the cheap ones, okay. they might use some colorante <laughs> yeah. or something, yeah? 
but the, the traditional is that you actually put saffron yeah. into the polish. And how did that come about? Do well, we I mean, it came from the early days of the flamenco guitar being made from cedar, and yeah. uh, the idea was to make it different to the classical guitar, which is why it's yellow, not brown. Yeah. And so my guitars are beautiful. Saffron colors. Saffron like tomatitos, you know, they're, they're beautiful. Well, is this the main then spice that is used in the kitchen of flamenco? Well, I wouldn't say it's the main spice. There's many other spices used, you know, guindilla, you know, very hot pepper and things like that. But it's emblematic of Andalusian cooking. Yeah. And many people can't afford azafrán, and so they buy colorante to make the rice yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very reminiscent, I think, of the Indian cuisine. Yes, and of course, I India has had a massive effect on Andalusia, with the gypsies coming from India to, to settle in Andalusia to bring the flamenco. Yeah. Now, the first dish that you have put on my list, not surprisingly, is a fish dish. Ah. <laughs> because, it, I mean, I think Andalusia does have some wonderful... Well, this uh, is the thing, the, the English people and think that an English food is fish and chips, right? But they don't realise that... I'm going to stay neutral, by the okay. way, on the matter, but you, you go. The fish and chips comes from Cadiz, fried fish, with, but not as many chips as you get in England. This is where it all originated. But I think you're referring to in adobo. Yes. Yeah, okay. So this is marinating fish in yeah. sherry yeah. and frying in butter. Yeah, this is very flamenco. Okay, what you do, you get the fish, you chop it up, and then you marinate it, as you said, in, in fino, in sherry. And then, after a period of time, you fry it. And this is a typical flamenco food. Mm. Now, b before, before I go any further, are there any songs or music dedicated to food or drink in flamenco? I, maybe drink more than food, I'd say. Well, I mean, it comes up in, in, yeah. in the county. You know? yeah. yeah, it does come up. They do refer to these types of things. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a band that made a record called uh, Melodia in Adobo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Do you like that fried yeah. mel melodies? I'm yeah. not sure we're going to be able to find this <laughs> one if we, try, <laughs> if we try to put it into the podcast, but we will try, of course. Now, very important vegetable, you say, in the flamenco calendar is the tagarinas. Tagarina. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, the tagarina, in English, you would call it uh, thistle. And the tagarina comes up only at one time in the year. When is that? Uh, it'd be in July. So it's a summer um, yeah. thing. And then, if you go to Morong, for example, all the restaurants will serve tagarina free of charge. It's free for everybody. So this is a very special vegetable. You won't see it in yeah. any other time. And it's a very flamenco thing uh, to eat the tagarina on this particular... It's normally on a Sunday when it's come up and to show you how important it is the yeah. police close off the roads and everything so that all the restaurants can put uh, special i don't know tables out in the streets to serve it 
Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you not think that's incredible? It is absolutely. So, and the police are there saying, no, 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 you can't come through because it's now, the would, serving of the tagarine. And you have the, witnessed <laughs> this. I have eaten them, and I have witnessed it. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I and I went with one of my uh, great friends uh, or, or from the guitar to a restaurant, and they said, "We're very sorry, but we've run out of tagarina." And we were the support. It, I mean, the best way to describe it is like a thistle. Yeah. But, but it's very, very tasty, and it's cooked in a particular way, and it's like one of these things. Like in England, people used to eat. Uh, chestnuts at Christmas, you know, it's a, right. it's a one-off thing, that's it, you know? Yeah, but it's in the summer, as in opposed to... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, were you surprised the first time you found out about this? Because well, it's, it's, well, it's well, unusual, isn't it, the police being involved uh, in a vegetable? Oh, I just loved it, the, the police just put in the roadblocks in, and, yeah. and the motors going, no, I need to, no, 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 it's the day of the tagarina, you yeah. can't come through. Well, that's quite special. <laughs> I'm telling you, the next thing is, is I think it's a more special to me because I absolutely love hazelnuts. Yeah. So I would love the celebration of fresh hazelnuts in Triana yeah. called Avellanas. Avellana, yeah. yeah. The Avellana is mm, because Seville has two parts. You've got Sevilla and you've got Triana. When the Avellana comes up, these are fresh hazelnuts, green, yeah? You go to Triana, it's a bit later, it's in August, and all the people go to a fair, and that's what they sell, these fresh hazelnuts. And they come from? From the, from the province. From the province. Yeah. Yeah, what, what is the celebration like? Because that's quite oh, a... Oh, it's, it's unbelievable, because Triana is very proud. They, they see themselves as better than Sevilla, yeah. you know, because they're across the water, and... You know, they say they're an independent republic. So the hazelnuts form part of that. That's the symbol, That's the, the hazelnut. Yeah, yeah. In, in, in the, as, as the summer is going down, you have the, the big days in Triana with the hazelnuts. Yeah. yeah. Usually here we have hazelnuts either as a snack on its own or we put it in sweets. Well, you never see these in England because people just see hazelnuts when they've been uh, fried and cooked. Yeah, well, I mean, you find them in chocolates, you find them in sweets. Yeah, but they've all been processed. Yeah. This is unprocessed. Pure. And pe people just buy them like that. Yeah, yeah. And is this, again, a day of, like, music and oh, all God. sorts of things? Incre incredible, yeah. In the Alto Thano, they have the wonderful flamenco festival. This is the corner. When you cross the bridge, Puente de Triana, you see this corner, and they put a stage there and you get the most incredible flamenco. Yeah. People that I've known, like Rafael Riqueni. There's there's a, a little record. We can put in. <laughs> yeah, but not about hazelnuts. No, about no that's hazelnuts. a shame. Now, you are going to talk to me about the main three gypsy festivals. Yeah. And this is another food that I absolutely love because when we were on holiday, I tried it from the, for the first time you know, from Cadiz. Um, this is the gazpacho. Yeah. And then we have some snails. Yeah. And then we have a stew. So yeah. talk to me about these. Okay, well, in, in the 1950s, they began festivals, gypsy festivals, uh, to raise money uh, for people in need. And 
the Gitano people, the Gypsy people, they put the festivals on for nothing and they served particular foods which they then expected you to give a small peseta for the, for the food for the for the charity yeah, yeah? so you know we're, we're talking about you said the gazpacho yeah well. which is in morong uh, so the gazpacho is a particular thing made from tomatoes uh, all the different <coughs> vegetables and it's a liquid food that would be served uh, not in the old days in a very very distinguished bowl yeah yeah and you drink it from a bowl of course things have changed and you drink it from a plastic cup whatever um in in utrera uh, you had uh the potaki which was an excellent and the potaki is is a stew and that's what you would be given during their festival and then you were talking about snails now that is from Lebrija, Caracolar, and so they serve... That's my least favourite on the list, I, I would know, say. I know, so they serve the snails, and, you know, that's, that's what you get. So these are the three distinct flamenco festivals in, in the, the Gypsy calendar. And when do they happen? They happen in the summer. Over the summer. It's yeah. usually the summer when yeah, things yeah. happen. July, August. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. you said, uh, you told me once that behind the gazpacho, there is uh, more than just tomato, because it used to be water. Yeah. Gazpacho used yeah. to mean the water yeah. from yeah. vegetables. Yeah, because a laborer, <clears throat> un campesino andalou, mm-hmm. would go to, the, to the, the land and he'd have some vegetables, he'd wash them, he'd eat the vegetables, and then drink the water because it was hot what for what he washed them in that and that was the gazpacho that was it yeah yeah and not not what we know no, today no. We but there were no liquidizers and all of that kind of thing no so no it's no. a totally different thing and just looking at it 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 you know I'm bra- i've browsed through your list um last night and i was just thinking it seems to me like the flamenco kitchen is either more stews or pure stuff like for example you have olives you have some tomato you know what i mean so it's either pure the the vegetable or whatever the ingredient is or stews would you agree it's more like that i would but also it's not very processed is what i'm no i I think you're probably gonna get onto me having a a real meal in my friend's restaurant Oh, you can tell me about when it. When we talk about, we just have papa, papa con huevo. Yeah. And this is just fresh eggs from the countryside with, that, with potatoes. That was I was getting at. It's a fresh, it's, it's yeah. very fresh. Everything's it's un- very it's fresh unbelievable. in the cuisine. It's absolutely incredible. So you get eggs that have just been laid, potatoes that are as fresh as you can get, cooked, and a little bit of tomato that's just come from the field. And that is what all you have. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm looking at your table. You don't have that for me today. I don't. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'll I'll let you off on that one, but um, it's it's interesting. Well, do you want me to talk about what I've got? We will there? talk about it in okay. a second. I'm going to. I your... thought you were hungry. I am. Well, listen, I'm I'm saving the best for last because before we go into it, we're going to talk about drinks. Yeah. Uh, drinks is usually sherry. Manzanilla, I'm not sure what manzanilla with prawns means. Yeah. But you're going to tell me about it. Yeah, I mean, 
the flamenco people are very associated with, with what English people call sherry, fino. Fino, and that's what they really, that's what the typical thing on a table in flamenco with the guitarist and a singer it's, yeah. is the glass of the fino or the bottle of the fino. This is one. Manzanilla is another wine. Oh, from Manzana? From... No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's the same as you would think it's sherry, but it's not. It's from San Luca de Barrameta, and it's really, really high. In alcohol, is it? Yes, you it would can, recommend it, it. It can reach very high. Yeah. So, uh, um, years ago, I made a program about a bar in San Luca, which only serves manzanilla with prawns. You, you can't get any Coca Cola there or anything like that. No, 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 manzanilla and prawns, and you only they do it by the half, like a half pint. So you'd be you'd be completely gone after one of those. Then why would you? Oh, okay, never mind. Well, because it's the typical thing. Because it's it's one of the strong. It's the strongest wine in the world that exists. But yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's very very high. Well, something that's even less appealing for me is the anise, which is next to ah, your list. Well, you see, in the old days, the anise, which is I don't know how would we say that in English, uh, like. Pernod or something like that is anise is very strong that can get up to 45 more or 50 52 percent this used to be the thing that the um the artists <laughs> the flamenco artists would come out and they'd see a huge crowd and they think oh they'd be a little nervous of course yeah and the president of the flamenco club of the peña flamenca would, would give them a, a shot you know, and they knock that straight back, and then they're ready to go. That's, but yeah. times, but have, times changed. have changed. Yeah, yeah. and the, the, the favorite drink of the flamenco people now is whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you about <laughs> this because if they have adopted it, do they have a favorite brand? Then is there a favorite brand? Well, well of they do, but I'm not going to say it. Why? Well, I'm not allowed to. Not, You're not allowed to. No, I'm not allowed to advertise. We're not advertising. But, um, but it is weird. But well, well, what what type of, is it? Malt? Is it blended? Is it? No, it's a very famous one from from England. Okay. It, it's in the same way as the flamenco people always smoked, like me, black tobacco. Yeah. Ducados and idealis, and now they all smoke Virginia tobacco. Yeah. So I don't know. Things have changed. Very interesting. Yeah. Now, you've already talked to me about um, the restaurant where you had the amazing yeah. Papa Con Huevo. But you have another tale of eating altramuses. I'm not sure what that I is. I know, but... see, if, if you said to English people, oh, we eat lupins, um, they wouldn't really get it, would yeah, they? Yeah, I wouldn't get it. Yeah. Uh, the typical food of the flamenco people in a bar is lupins. So these are... The, the fruit of the lupin, altramuthi, and they're, they're put on a very small saucer and they're very salty, but you've got to know how to eat them, so you have to bite off the bit where it was joined to the stalk and squeeze the thing out of the skin. But what is this fruit? It's not a fruit. Lupin is, a, I suppose, a vegetable. It's a vegetable? Yeah. 
And what what you describe it to us? Because I have well, it's a little yellow, th little yellow button. Is the best way to put okay. it. Okay. Now I've seen English people. I should really say this that they don't really understand, so they get them and they put them all into their mouth. So that means the skin as well. So you've got to know to How bite to off it. the thing and go like that, squeeze it, and then the thing comes out of the skin. You don't eat the skin. Yeah. yeah? Why? Well, it's not, I mean, you could try it, but I think you'd be struggling a bit. <laughs> this is very complicated. I mean, food is, food is supposed to be easy, yeah. you know. Now, what, what you're going to talk about is like, so I went to... Yeah, tell me about it, yeah. Yeah, the Alameda yes, in, in Sevilla. Uh, this is in the early 70s w w with my maestro, Pepe Martini. And, you know, he said, here we are. We'll have, we'll have a beer and we'll have some altruzzi. So we have a canya, una canya, half a beer and a plate of these and we're eating them and everything. And, uh, you know, he, he just says, oh, how much is it? And he just throws the coins across the counter and it's just a complete... You know. And the floor w w was covered in all, the, oh, all, all the things of the peanuts and the altramuthis. We have a guest here. Hello, we have a guest. <laughs> so, I mean, you know... I've loved them for a long time, but most people, the, the English people or other people that aren't used to Andalusia, when they, you get these free and they wonder what, what do we do with these? So they start eating them whole, which is not a good idea. But what is the taste then? They don't really taste of anything. That's, that, I think that's probably why people eat them with beer. They, they don't really they just taste don't. of anything. <laughs> well, okay. Something that I understand next on your list is olives, a very yeah. emblematic thing about um, fruit, I would say, yeah. from Andalusia. Now, talk to me about olives. Um, I understand that this region has one of the best. Yeah, I mean, Jaén grows most of the olives for, for the world, Jaén province. Um, olives are very flamenco, as you know, Garcia Lorca, the, the great yes. poet talked about the olive as you said it's emblematic of Andalusia you normally if you don't get the Altamuthis you would get a free plate of olives they come in all shapes and sizes they can we have green we have black green black yeah. or they can be bitter yeah uh, sometimes they're marinated with carrot but they are very very important and they are a symbol of the flamenco life because you imagine the tree, is it, they're ancient trees and they produce this fruit every year, which is so vital for the... I mean, obviously, most things in Andalusia are cooked in olive oil. Always not impressed with your olives. He wants some, he wants some nice fish or something that you have Well, speaking of which, the next thing on your list... I love going to your list because it has so much. Fish and chips. Yeah. That's what you really goes on today. Um, fish and chips from Cadiz. Now, yeah. I mean, the problem with this is in Cadiz, fried fish, if you order it, you just get too much. It, yeah, the, the, the I, I, that, that's what I wanted to ask. I'm not, oh. I wasn't sure whether I was allowed to ask you, but the portions of the oh. fish and chips. It's just ridiculous. So once you get into that, stuff comes out of all these different types of fish that have been fried in batter. 
and unless you've got a massive appetite, yeah, it's quite a lot to eat because you've got all the butter well, it and it's just too much. <laughs> yeah, it's just too much fish. I remember when we went to a local restaurant, you gave me the advice of putting the batter away and yeah. eating just the fish. Is yeah. that the only way you can do it? Otherwise, you won't get through it unless you've got an enormous appetite. Yeah, yeah. And is there other seafood served along it where you can have some octopus, I suppose, some yeah, calamari? Pulpo, yeah, pulpo. Calamari is, is very, very popular in Andalusia. Yeah. Calamari, fried calamari is mega popular. Yeah, I mean, one of the great things is they get uh, cathong in a double. Cathong is like a, a, what the English people call dogfish, and this is very typical, and again, it's usually coloured with the atherfran, with the saffron. Yeah. So this has, again, the yellowish colour yeah. to it. Yeah. And it's, and it's it, fried in it's batter. It's fried in batter, yeah. yeah. They like frying in batter as well. Well, Andalusia is the land of the frying pan. Okay. <laughs> Full stop. There is no more that we can add to they it. They don't use the boiling pan, the no, frying pan. No, no, no. Now, there is a reason why Cameroon is called Cameroon. And you're going to talk to me about it because the next one, the next dish is tortillas de camarones. But Cameroon means something that you're going to explain. Yeah, um, tortillita de camarones. These are like little uh, savory pancakes made with gram flour. Yeah, which is and... Flat. Well, and Cameroon, very small prawns, very small prawn. ones. So a Cameroon yeah. means a small prawn. Yeah, Cameroon is a small prawn. And this flour is made from uh, chickpeas. So again, it's a link to India because this is how most Indian people have their flour. Yeah. Um, they're very special. They have herbs in them. And you only tend to see these things in, in Cadiz province or particularly in La Isla, where you went to in San Fernando. Yeah. This is a typical dish. Yeah. Well, we didn't have it when we went. No. I mean, I've got to be honest, it's not one of my favourites. This is probably why we didn't have it. No. But it's a favourite of Camarón. Yes. He, he so he very, had it. Yeah, he used to go um, to the venta and he was quite keen on, on them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I, at some point you told me he liked chicken soup. Well, this is when, when he was very ill, when he went yeah. to the United States for medical treatment. Yeah, he, they didn't have their, his favourite. No, he could. Also, when he, when he went to the United States, in a good, when he was well, he, he, he couldn't understand it. He said that here, no hay pescado frito. <laughs> what, so you, what, why do they not have fried fish? Look, I'm, I'm sure they did, it's just not the one that he was... Yeah. So what you're talking about with the chicken soup was a nun when he was in the hospital gave him the, the, this soup, you know? Yeah. yeah. Now we're going to have a special on Cameroon um, and we're going to talk cover about um, yeah. that part as well. Well, talk to me then about abishuela. I abishuela. Didn't, I didn't know that abishuela is, a, is food again. Oh yeah, abishuela is red kidney beans. Listen, I think every single artist, right, has a food in their name. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, because but what we did we didn't say is you know look at all the brothers of Camarón, they're all named after different types of fish like picotte, you know. But there we are. Abishuela is a, a great artist, or two artists from from Granada, Juan and Pepe. Um, they are called Abishuela 
but abichuela is also a kind of a stew. It's kidney beans with, with other stuff in it. Abichuela. Right. Yeah? You put usually some meat in with it. And so ab abichuela is a very flamenco type of food. Is it more of a winter dish? Yes, um, yeah, I think that's fair to say that, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's heavier. Yeah. Because obviously in the summer we had the lighter yeah. dishes. Yeah, you, you tend to go for, as you say, lighter stuff. Yeah, gazpacho. definitely, yeah. definitely. I love the cold gazpacho, yeah. absolutely yeah. Oh, amazing. I mean, I, and, uh, you know, I'm very particular. Are you? Yes. Are you sure? Yeah, so when I, Are go, we sure to, about when I go to a restaurant... Uh, they, I say I want the the, the gazpacho en vaso. I want it in a glass. And they, they the waiter, the camarero normally says I'll have to go and ask the chef. So I don't want it in a bowl. And he comes back and says, Oh yes, you're correct. That's not a problem. And so I have it in a glass mm. and we drink it. Then we um, don't want to be eating it because this is the problem. People think it's soup. It's nothing to do with soup. It's a completely different thing. Yeah. Uh, well, someone who is even more particular, she wouldn't mind me saying this, but your wife, Frida, um, went to, um, was it an open market once? Yeah. <laughs> and wanted to buy one onion. She'll hate me for telling this tale. Just, just one onion. Yeah, okay. We were in the province of Chaeng, and there was a wonderful market, and she wanted to get some garlic. Ajo. Oh, I got it wrong then. It wasn't onion. No, it was garlic. Garlic. And so she went up to the man selling this and she said, um, how much is it for, can I have one garlic, one... one clove, clove, clove yeah, yeah. Of garlic. And he said, well, I'd rather just give it to you for nothing. Because Aww. he said, we, we only sell it by the kilo. By the kilo. <laughs> yeah, right. but what would you do with a kilo of garlic? And but... then, of course, I felt embarrassed... And I embarrassed Frida by then deciding that we'll have to buy a whole load of peppers and all sorts no, but of that's good, from, from this man. But that's good. I know, and it was very that's funny. That's a bonus. Because he just thought, what? We don't sell one, what do you call it, a clove of a clove? I would a, say, a, a, yeah. I don't know what you call it. Yeah, one, we don't sell one garlic. Yeah. You know, so I just, I, for my pride, I would rather just give you one. Oh. But this is, but but they, then you ended up buying a lot from him. So yes. we love Freddie for it. We absolutely love her. She won't love me for telling her that. <laughs> no. Well, listen. One thing I absolutely love is the next coming up: fried green peppers, and you actually have them here yeah. for now, me. Now I'm going to insist gonna have on some? you trying one. Now. Yeah. Yeah, so these are, they, you, you have to tell me how you prepare these. It's not very difficult, I'd say, no, but it's very nice. they've been fried in olive oil. And yeah. When I was in Cadiz, I used to be involved in this when you had the shiringuitos. All the shiringuitos are these little outlets. Mm. That, that's what they sold. These are great. We used to do them. I can't remember how much they were. Uh, we've got a guest here. We're going to see what he makes of this. Thank you. I used to love these things. Um, now these aren't quite the, the, the peppers that I used to do. Yeah. Because these are uh, padron. But, you know, more or less. Mm. Yeah. I used to be mad on these. You've got the Sea of Cadiz. And the hot sun, the wind coming in from the Atlantic. And you have a few of these. These are amazing. They're small green. 
Um, you put salt on them sometimes. Yeah, I, I meant to put the salt on them, but I forgot. Very savoury. Yeah, they're very. I, good. I did bring the special salt to go on them, but yeah, we're going to have later on. Yeah. But these are one of my absolute favourite, and I think it was funny because once you said you can't find them in the shops where we are here. No. And then I go into a shop. I'm not going to mention, but the big shop. Oh, the, the, the first yeah, and the first thing them. I see is these. Yeah. So it was very yeah, funny. You can find actually. these, but the actual peppers that I used to fry in Cadith, which are green peppers, they, they're very long and thin. You can never find those outside of, of Andalusia. No. No. I love it. I absolutely. You can find the red ones. Do, do you know ones. what else you said you can't find outside and then we found it in a local shop? Yeah. Olives. A particular brand of olives. Oh, I know. Yeah. So there's a particular olives brand. Olives that are coming from Morong. Yes. To the English Yeah, shop. so we were thinking, oh, we will never be able to find those anywhere yeah. else. And then we see them yeah. ever so often. I'm, I can go and buy them yeah. now. Yeah. So that was amazing. Can I put you a little plate of olives there. Yeah. Let me and try you the can olive. see these are from Morong. And they've been stuffed with pimenta. So these are green olives yeah. stuffed with pepper. Yeah. Let, let's give one to our guest. Thank you. Beautiful, yeah? Yeah. And these are from Morong de la Frontera. I love them. Anything to do with... Be, before we go on, because um, we're going to talk about um, more fish and we're going to talk about um, jamón. We haven't talked too much about meat apart from the seafood because I don't eat meat anymore and you haven't eaten meat in ages. Um, <laughs> but is the flamenco kitchen heavy on the meat? It's fair to mention yeah, for our I, listeners I mean, who do. Flamenco people do like their meat and they obviously like um, they like their poultry. So I think you're probably referring to partridges and perdices. I'm referring to whatever it's available. Well, I mean, in, in the great film El Ángel, um, before they start filming, you see all the artists eating um, all these partridges, perdices. And they do like that kind of thing. They do. Yeah, and also lots of people eat um, rabo de toro. This is a thing from the bulls and, and stuff like that so yeah and of course you're going to come on to jamon aren't you i will yeah. yeah because well before we go into the jamon well actually let's talk about it first yeah. um this is you say the finest ham yeah. from the province uh of huelva yeah. which we we have obviously yeah. talked Belota. about yeah because the pigs are fed with acorns yeah that's what they reference belota refers to the fact that they eat acorns all the time. Yeah. And it gives the meat a specific... Yeah, yeah. and this is very expensive uh, ham. Um, it's, people tend to buy one of these hams, particularly at Christmas time, uh, when they feel that they want to splash out a bit. And, you, and obviously you've been to Andalusia, you've seen them hanging in all, all of the yeah. bars above the counter. Yeah, yeah. It's very expensive uh, meat. Um, it's not my my preferred uh, option. Yeah, because again, <laughs> you don't eat meat, um, and I wouldn't eat it and now. And it's raw but... ham that's cured. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got that jamón serrano, belota, and then you get other types of ham. The the English ham is called jamón york. Is that what it's called? Yes. Okay, if you say so. That is the one that is not like that. It's not oh like yeah, that. yeah. It's called yeah. jamón york. Yeah, yeah. 
Now, uh, let's talk about the tuna then, because yeah. we're going to talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about the tuna, because I, yeah. I suppose it's just as fine as well, everything else. Again, I suppose it, it's, for some people it must be quite terrible, because of course the, the, the tunas, the atun, they come across at a particular time of the year. They do, yeah. And then they're all caught. Now, these are very enormous uh, species of, of fish. It's a big, yeah. It I is mean, they are fish, enormous, yeah. right? And they're caught in different parts of Andalusia. Um, but there is a, a very, very, very flamenco food which is called mojama. A mojama is when you 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 dry the tuna under the sun. So it's it's like sun-dried tomatoes or something. It, yeah. It's, it's a particular thing, and that can be quite expensive. Yeah. Uh, how much are we talking about? Well, you know, more than a fiver. More than a fiver? Yeah. For a small piece. Muhammad. It was interesting to me to find out about these different things because we're so used to particular taste where we are. Um, and then we start exploring another kitchen and we see a completely... I mean, I would never be able to tell you that that, that meat, for example, tastes different because, it's, you know, the pigs are fed with acorns. So it's fascinating. Yeah. But we do things differently, don't we? Now, you need to uh, send me again this list because I lost it. Can you send it again? We're towards the end, anyway. Are you going to do an edit there, then? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I've lost it as well, because it's kicked off. Now, funny enough, seeing that you stop in for a minute, on about the ham, Yeah. my friend, when I was 50, bought me a whole piece of that ham. And that is quite a acres. gift. Yeah. And that is quite a gift. It come oh. in a box. Yeah, one of those wooden boxes. Yeah, yeah, and you get a wooden plank with like, a, it's almost like a, a vice that yeah. you put it in. And then this special knife that you oh. cut it off. Best yeah. ham I've ever had. That yeah. is quite a gift, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I was gobsmacked. Yeah. But huge it was. And when I look at the prices, it. it's very expensive. Very expensive. Can it just go from there? Yeah. Could, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, it's fine. So I think, well, I, I think really, uh, we'll, we'll just talk about this. We'll end with this porn thing, and then you eat it, and we talk about that stuff. Yeah. There, okay? okay. Okay. If that's okay with you, yeah. So you talked about um, partridges. <laughs> you mentioned them, and we talked a lot about cooking. I can't um, just not include this in the podcast that you have a lot of books on cooking, and you follow a particular program. On cooking as well now talk to me about it because that's interesting you have a lot of cookbooks we do yeah I mean we, we watch Canal Sur uh, well <clears throat> it's uh, Enrique El Costanero Cometer mm -hmm. uh, we watch it every day or in the weekdays my wife is mad on it, mm -hmm. um, it it's, it's a wonderful program because it's not just about how to cook 
he then has wonderful footage of where the reporters have gone out to see where these green peppers are grown in what province. No, that One is of, valuable. Yeah, yeah. So it's great, and you you meet people. You know, while watching the t on your, you can watch it on your computer. People that grow all these different things, and so it's very cultural. It's not just about cooking. So we love. Enrique El Cocinero. Yeah. How many of these books do you have? Because well, I, I mean, I, I've seen the, a few. The craziest one that I've brought yeah. for you here is that I, I didn't have this for a, a long time, but I've now managed to get hold of it. I mean, you yeah. can see it's a wonderful thing. I guess, and you know the first thing I questioned you on? Because I immediately, I'm not sure how, I opened the page where they talked oh, about yeah, the, the tortilla. tortilla there. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. Well, in, in my opinion, yeah. and not just my opinion, it's from centuries, the Spanish omelette, la tortilla española, only contains egg, obviously oil, and some salt, and potato. Yeah. It should have nothing else in it whatsoever. Yeah. So onion is not permitted. Well, Green <laughs> peppers is not. If you want to put those in, that's fine, but don't call it... We're gonna well. we're gonna get in massive trouble about this. I mean, I'm sure. But I have to say, me personally, I don't like onion with it. No, um, but you you were going on about because I've got this. We've talked about um, Porin's books, and we're going to do more about his books about flamenco. And in front of you there, you've got one of this wonderful book that he wrote, Adventures in Taste: The Wines. And folk food. Folk, folk food. I was just going to add a double yeah. take on that. Yeah. And folk food of Spain. Yeah. And you've got a man tipping out on the cover. Grapes, isn't it? All these grapes, yeah. yeah. So this is a great book. But as you say, he has got a recipe in there where he puts onion in. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, well, we still love it. We still love it. Um, I wouldn't mind actually trying some of these because they, um, they sound great. He has seafood chowder, which is great chowder of cod and you told me uh, on during one of your personal adventures uh, you met a family uh, that had a lot of cauliflower and you've got me there. no 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 yeah there was a lady I, I think unfortunately she passed away the next year when you came back yeah. but she gave you a lot of cauliflower is cauliflower also a oh, vegetable yeah, I mean, that's very cauliflower they they love it and you get these different ones that are very distinct to what we get in England. It's the same with people's no aubergine. Yes. Berenjena. Yeah. But it, berenjena in Andalusia won't be just like this purple, beautiful thing. It can be a very green with all bits jutting out of it. Really weird looking vegetable. Because this is the original aubergine. Berenjena from yeah. from the Roman people and the Arab people. Yeah. Yeah, and I love those. Um, yeah. It's, it's one of my favorites. It's a very much a summer, I would say. Summer, uh, autumn. You can get them in cans, yeah. uh, these enormous cans, and they're marinated, and you just get one out and eat it. Yeah. Now, I think, to finish off, you should try this dish. Something, well, yeah, you, I'm going to explain it to you. Yeah. While, while, so while this, you, is, call, I, call I, it, I can see some, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you you made it, so you better know it. what it okay. is. Yeah. This is real flamenco food. Yeah. This is gavantos chickpeas yeah. with fideo. And notice I'm using the real fideos. Yeah. I don't know how you say that in English. 
I'm not sure how you say fillet. You know, they're, they're, they're like, I don't know what you call them. Um, and then it's got spinach. Yeah, chickpeas, spinach. Ch chickpeas, spinach, and a little bit of curry. I have had this before and I love it. Because you, you, you have cooked it for me. Shall we try it? Well, I'll try it and, yeah. see, and see if it's up to scratch. Mm. Mm. It's, it's lovely, yeah. Yeah? Needs a little salt. <laughs> yeah, oh. I know. I would have now, under the new rules, the, the customers have to put their own yeah. salt on. We're yeah. not allowed to put salt on. No, that is absolutely lovely. Love it. Best. But now, you know how we always end on a big um, quote or something quirky yeah. from you? Best story that contains food. Ah, okay. Well, um, a long time ago, I went to a, um, a restaurant with a friend of mine and he said, no, I'm going to get you some fish. And he, he brought it out, you know, the, the waiter brought it out. So I ate that and he said, oh, no, 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 the next lot's coming. And I thought, well, no, hang on a minute. I just, no, 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 no. And then the next lot's coming. More fish. More fish. More fish. <laughs> what type of fish? And it, every type of fish, okay. right? And and he said, oh, and then I thought, crikey, that's enough for me, you know. And he said, oh well, that's just the, the starters. But the main course is coming <laughs> in a minute, right? Yeah. And we've been through this actually with Frida, where we've gone to the, a similar place again, where they they just don't seem to realise that we've got you know relatively small stomachs, and that is impossible. And it just keeps coming and coming and coming. And in the end, you just say, look, you know, well, maybe you do what I used to do at school when I was a boy at, at convent school and put it in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another episode of Flamenco Attitude. This one had a lot of food as a side dish as well to it. Uh, and I hope you did enjoy it. We talked about the different fish, vegetables um, and uh, actually drinks as well. We didn't cover anything sweet but maybe that's for another episode. The desserts of flamenco we will call it. Don't forget uh, this is your final opportunity to put through questions for our Q&A episode coming up on September the 25th. Please send us anything by the 23rd though but because this is when we will record it. You can use Twitter at flamencopod or you can use our um, email address, culturepodcasts at gmail.com. It will be uh, linked in the description below. Until the next time, whether you listen to, play, learn or even eat flamenco, remember to always follow the beat. <laughs>